gothy, Korean shit, punk rock, and it was so appropriate. It was like, it was like, oh my god, that's so brilliant. Totally like, oh son, the song is about you. Oh son. But hopefully Nora Jones is dying. Unless he did a trick read and another one dies. As the face lies the snake. Indeed. Anderson in my disgrace. She's the daughter of Robert Robbie Schenker. Summer stays. Can you play piano? Look, gather. So, do you like telescopes? I do. I like the celestial. What's in there, Luke? Who's there? Get him. I've always wanted to go to space. You know what I mean? I would go. I would definitely go. Right. No, he's black What do you know about um, your current treatment? What do you know about Prince? What do I know about Prince? Nothing really. Tell me what you know about Prince. <laughs> I worked on a documentary about George Harrison, right? Right. When George Harrison died, it was like... You should turn this down just a little bit. Yeah, sorry. And it was about, um... So it was like... Um, I never... Like, I, I used to think the Beatles, right? Like, I always thought, like, John Lennon was the coolest one, and the other, like... I had my ideas, and, like I grew up with my own, like as crazy ideas as the Beatles. Yeah. I didn't realize like that John Lennon was actually kind of a dick. Like he treated a lot of people like, but him and George, like when I worked with George, like I never, like George Harrison to me, I knew a lot of the chicks like George Harrison. Like my friend's aunt was all into like when we were little kids, like in sixth grade, that kind of thing. <laughs> I mean, but I never like, I never really gave him a lot of thought. It's so weird. And then I worked in this documentary about him, and I realized, oh my God, what an amazing person George Harrison was. And so, so here's a George Harrison song. This is him, the tribute to George Harrison at the Hall of Fame, the 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 the, the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right? Yeah. But so, but I went to all these people's places. They're working on a documentary. I went to Tom Petty's house. I've been to, I hooked up with like all these people, everybody on the stage. And we were like Eric Idle. I've been to, like, we went to McCartney. Like, on, on, when I worked on this thing, it was amazing. Like, I, I really, like, took in George Harrison's life. What I realized in the end, because in this tribute, that she has. So after when he dies, they do this tribute at the Hall of Fame, 
thing. So here are all his all his buddies. And in in this tribute, Prince comes out. And this is like it's considered like the most rock and roll is like Prince's greatest moment. And it still hasn't even happened. So here he is. He's, he's just now come out on stage. He's got the red hat. There's uh, um, Jeff Lynn. I went to his house from Yellow. I went to Jeff Lynn's house, and he looked just like that, but minus the hat. And it was like, I, I got, you look just like an album of ELO. It was like so crazy. He's like, there was a hat, the glasses. And then in Bel Air, like in his house, it's him and his wife, they have the matching like Mercedes goods. It was crazy. We went through their house, and it was like everything, it was like, it was like being in like, um, like in like Tommy or like, like the wall or like like some one of those like rock operas you know like it was like oh my god you look exactly like but it was like oh and the sound in here is like we're like you know like in like in the wall where the girl goes oh it's echoing in here and like it's tripping me out and like and like oh i'm back shit like it's like it was like it was weird like that like it was really tripping me My guitar gently weeps. <laughs> George Harrison was amazing. Amazing, great. I forgot I'm not ripping the whole thing. You forgot the whole thing? No, here we go. Did you do a lot of Yeah, it's just crazy. I've been wanting to try this shit. It smells like gelato, too. 41, too. It's a 41 string. Crazy, right? You ever heard of, um, you ever heard of, I'm gonna get political. I'm gonna get political when I eat you. No! Okay. Woke up one morning and heard this weird ass motherfucker talking oh. out the side of his neck. <laughs> yeah, I know this one. I've seen him perform it live. Me and all my peoples, we always thought he was straight. Influential motherfucker when he came to the business. My grinder is in another room. Right? Yeah, I know. Since but we know how you cool. really feel. Like I stored it in there. It's how we feel. Fuck down, try. Fuck down, try. Yeah, nigga, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, nigga, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, I bet fuck I could take Donald this on the plane. Yeah, I like Just white kidding. folks, but I don't like you. All the niggas in the hood wanna fight. You're not you. a Trump supporter, are you? Surprise the nation <laughs> of Islam and try to find you. Have a rally out there, let's know what's up. Home of the ride, the king ride, we don't give a fuck. 
black students. Checked it from your eyes. Well, I'm ready to go right now. Your racist ass did too much. I'm about to turn and that's what happened pass. today. Don't let Donald Trump win. Can I turn it down a little bit? He too rich. He ain't got the answers. Bit. He can't make oh, decisions sorry. for this country. He gonna crash us. Uh, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> He's been falling down like that the whole time since you've been around. I know, right? Uh, it's just sorry. It's me. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get it all loud on you. That was my. That was me just getting all ghetto. <laughs> that's so funny. So today was insane. Because everyone could smoke. They smoked in line and they smoked inside the complex con. No one gave a shit. <laughs> oh man. But you're just I got like... high off of people smoking. So I don't have my gelato in that that I have. So. Now you got your gelato for tomorrow. Yep, and for. I just gotta get some papers. Where Long Beach is, the convention center, the area that's around it, is very, like, yuppie. Mm-hmm. They like the outlets. What do you mean, yuppie? Mm. No, it's not yuppie. It's, like, very, just, like, it's very, uh, I guess you'd say. Like being in the mall. Yeah. Very organized. Yeah. Definitely. That's how it is. Almost, almost That's how it is everywhere in the world. So Times Square, right. you know, like if you're gonna go to Hollywood Highland, like things are gonna become like downtown LA. Used to be like kind of crazy. Like right. there's here, there, there wasn't much. Now, now, yeah, sure they're bringing public transport, but it's all into one spot, and everything's going through one. Which is, you know, I'm not like, I'm not saying the Gestapo is out to fucking break you down. But I mean, how dare like, you? Or like whatever. Like I don't feel, but there. I mean, there is a channeling uh, that, but there has to be a channeling, and, and the, you know, in the same sense, there, it has to exist to make it happen, right? Yeah. To get everybody to get on these trains and these certain places, we got to start. Well, we have to control the the, the flow of people. Right. We're going to add all these buildings and all these motherfuckers living down here. Uh, We're doubling, tripling. We're quadrupling our population downtown right now in the last 10 years. Really? Yo, for sure. The downtown population, like the real people that live there. Yeah. And all this talk about the homeless. The homeless out of downtown, are they've been, they're getting just put. So that's why places out here, or not even out here, but like, Alternate places where that didn't, I mean, I guess places that weren't dealing with the homeless or I guess before and now are dealing with them because they're getting pushed out of places they weren't before. I mean, it's going to be that, that's gentrification. I don't know. Uh, you live in Kansas City, I'm sure the same thing's happening somewhere around there. Which is an old neighborhood with a bunch of people buying property. <laughs> and then, right? Yeah, that's where I live. I live in a. Right, so. Yeah. 
and everyone's complaining that the old people are getting pushed out and the other motherfuckers are coming in. And then if you bought, if you just bought a house there, you'd be like, fuck it, I love living here. What, you know what I mean? That's basically all, really, like, like I'm here, I'm in San Pedro. I'm not a 10 generation San Pedroan or there. Like, I've been living here since 2012. When I moved here, I put a Barack Obama placard in my front yard and everyone tripped out. They were like, whoa. They're worshiping South Africa. <laughs> Are you surprised? But a lot of people invited me to dinner and stuff after I put it out. That's weird. It, just, it was weird. Like, I didn't even think twice about it. But then, because they were, they were there at other places in town. It wasn't like I... And it was... Um, other, like, people started calling, like, how oh, can you come over for lunch? And we, Oh, and I saw you put that placard. Like, it became like this weird, like... It was just really weird. Like, I was just... I mean, I'm here. It's my place, you know? Right. Whatever. I mean, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen, but here I am. I'm running for government. Office or anything. But I am, I'm, I am actually participating in local shit. That's crazy. That part of it's pretty crazy. I think that's good. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I support that 100%. It's weird, like, I'm trying to find this, like, place. I believe believe in, like, positivity. I mean, and that's so generic to say, but, like, I really don't have a side to follow, but I do know that, like, Donald Trump's a piece of shit and that motherfucker shouldn't be in there. Like, that's, that's... I mean, that's definitely obvious, you know? So... But that's like I don't I don't I don't you know I'm not on his side. I guess I'm on the fuck you Donald Trump side. <laughs> I hear you. I mean I mean I can't believe he's getting away with it. It's something he like is. I don't like to talk about because it's just like can it go really really fucking great? It can go really fucking bad real quick. So um, it's weird to me. It's like it's like not paying the old bill. Envelope, and then the next one comes. Yeah. It's, like, it's the it's the, it's the bill that doesn't matter that much, and then you don't pay it, and it becomes like this weird, like embarrassing thing. So when you run into the people from the organization, you be like, because you're not motivated to do it. You're motivated to do shit that's gonna change your credit and change, shut your shit down. And that that'll motivate you like like nobody's business. <laughs> But it, the the, ob, the obligated, uh, obl- obligatory kind of like bill, then it becomes like this weird like social like weird thing, and then you're like, oh, you're right, I didn't go to your meeting, and then and then it's like it's fucked up, it's lame. It's like you have to you have to just like not you, uh, whoever you are, whatever you do, whether it's you or me. <laughs> We just need to, like, need it. That's, see, this is the problem. And I'm jumping around a little bit. Is that there's nothing to motivate you. So there's nothing that makes you, like, like you're for something or against them. Like, in a certain sense, like, you're, like, you're like, oh, yeah, I mean, Donald Trump sucks. Nobody's going to argue that. But it's like, what? 
So what else is there? Good question. And what else is out there? I mean, what, what's happening, people? Why are we not being motivated to something other than Donald Trump? Or if Donald Trump is what we're living with, like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like there's also, I don't know, kind of crazy. I'm with you. And I'm rambling a little bit. I'm just trying to think it out myself, too. So I don't know. I don't know either. I'm not... I'm having a conversation. I'm not having a fucking... I'm not sitting... I'm not saying, hey, dude, this is what it is. Fuck these people. This is why we're here. Like, some people will tell you that. That kind of conversation. And a lot of times they're... podcast about you got 10 episodes in front of you already yeah um I have 15 total cause I started doing weekly ones um I don't wanna give it I don't I've, I'll decide when I get back I kinda let it organically happen I'll I'll like think about it I'll plan it by like before Wednesday or by Wednesday that I'll meet up with someone or an artist a creative a leader, uh, you know, uh, just someone that, you know, is affecting the community and building the community, you know, is a building block and, that I see, you know, so. But it, yeah. you, you did a lot of work on your podcast today. No, today I took a break from it. Tomorrow is, tomorrow is a little bit more focused. I just wanted to. I wanted to feel the. I wanted to feel the vibe. I got the vibe. So How do you measure the success of a podcast? I, I have no idea. Um, you, this is like. Uh, I got a one basic no, no. bullshit. I didn't. No, no, it's a great question. Um, <laughs> I mean, how do you have like a? So you you, you start your podcast, yeah. and you must have like a website or like do. do you have some sort of access to your you gauge or. Like yeah. your viewers, the, the analytics, and the, the, yeah. the, the, all that's yeah, part yeah. of the deal. Yeah, yeah. So uh, in that sense, how do you feel about your podcast? Um, I have no idea. I mean, I just I don't know. How do you feel about that part of it? You must look at it, and I don't know what that's about. So I'm, I'm not. I'm also. I, I have I, no. Uh, I'm not in no way making it. I, yeah, yeah. I, don't I feel. I feel. Uh, Honestly, I, I feel lucky enough to just have, like, one listener, to be honest. Like, uh, I remember putting out the first one, and I had 40 listens, and I was like, I don't know, yeah, something like that, and uh, it was incredible. I was like, people listened. I didn't even care how much it was, you know? I hear you. That's like believers. I, I did this radio show for this like kind of like a clear channel thing and it was they said they broadcast in Hawaii at 4 o'clock in the morning on Sunday but I was going into this booth in Hollywood once a week doing this like little like dance hall show 
don't know. They didn't pay me, but they, they gave me, like, airtime, so I, I thought I was doing it for experience. So I could say I did a, I did the morning radio show in Hawaii on Sunday mornings or the... But in the end, like, I never was trying to be... I've never tried to be, a, like, a DJ on a radio. But I never, like, I never thought about... Like, I, I thought it was... The whole thing was, like, an audition, and I ended up in this thing, and then they gave me the... I would go in the booth they'd give me my ads it was trippy like putting it all together was like I learned a lot like about like radio in the way that I don't even think they do radio like that anymore it's, I have it all on on, on 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 real tapes like like everything I did it's so crazy like we were like I would go it was like an old school it was a, it was an old school like like radio station in Hollywood, but I think they they ran a school. I think the Columbia School of Broadcasting might have been like it was, so. It's like some weird shit like this. So what? So to me, it was like I did it for a while, and then I. But anyway, sorry. I know it's a sidebar, big time, but like I, I did it for the experience. I guess. Well, I mean, that's, that's, uh, uh, I think that's what we learn after a, a risky move that we, <laughs> that we don't really know too much about, but we're going regardless because, uh, we're brave like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. When you say risky move, man, it made me nervous. Jesus. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. I didn't know what was going to happen next. <laughs> man, this chair is squeaky. You like Ursa Kit? No. You don't like Ursa Kit? No. Is Why it, not? Is it death middle? Oh, this is great. I don't know what it is. How am I supposed to know? Are you not like this? This shit is fire. What do you think? They're speaking French, first of all. What do you think of this? I know you love it. Do you like it? I'll tell you, I don't like five to grinders. We had this conversation last night. Does this mess up the weed? No, it just doesn't grind it up fine enough to put it into a vaporizer. Is this a vaporizer? No. They got the vaporizers in the other room. But it's like a little... That's usually what I just kind of like rock. I mean, I... But I don't always sit in my garage and drink beer every night, but tonight I am. That's cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> that kind of thing, right? <laughs> so I don't always, I don't always rip from the bong. I don't know what I always do. Fuck it. I'm not, I mean, I go, I'm, I go with the flow big time. I usually do the same thing. Oh, Cadillac car. 
I've lightened up on like this whole planning thing, but that's kind of like, came back around and bit me in the ass. But I'm learning. In South Africa, I had a uh, a burner phone. I could play Snake on it. It was a Nokia. I had it for almost four years. It was a life changer for me. <laughs> Went from iPhone to that. Shit was stupid. But I learned a lot, and I didn't give a fuck about a phone anymore. I like, um... I mean, sure, I was... It's like all about the burner phone, right? Right. But Nokia, like, it would always, like, you'd always get to some country or whatever, and the Nokia phone was always, like, the go-to phone. Or it's like, it, it went from... It went from being, like, the Nokia phone to the iPhone being, like, the most popular phone in the world. You know what I mean? The transition is crazy. It went from being, like, this kicker phone that every... So all the different levels of Nokia, the band, what became, like, the phone, like, you had to have if you were going to South Africa. Like, your Clio, your, 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 whatever, like, your Palm Pilot Clio when I went to Namibia... That was, you, you, we didn't even have, they didn't even have the bandwidth to deal with, like, my phone. So it was like the, the phone that production gave you was like a Nokia, and you would, but back then, in 2005, everybody was texting. Americans were not texting in 2005, I'm going to tell you this right now. We're not texting on phones. Americans were not texting in 2005. The way we are now. It was like a European... It was like straight out of the... It was like the rest of the world was living in this texting on a Nokia phone. Where you didn't even have to have like a couple of minutes of like... You know, 25 cents of credit on your phone, right? Yeah. In Cape Town, you could still text somebody. Right? Right? But if you didn't have... Yeah, any money. Like in the U.S., we don't even live in that no. like that concept, right? You know what I mean, like and electricity the, was paid by your meter. You, you had a card. You yeah. go to like the Seven Eleven or whatever the equivalent of pick and pay or whatever the fuck, and you put in the card into the right. cash register. They'd put it in the cash register, and you and you'd give them your fucking credit card, and then you'd be like, dude, I don't know. The and the the cable too was the same way. It was called um, Mnet. Yeah. Mnet, right? And you go to the Mnet thing and you, you take your Mnet card to the fucking... You go buy beer and take the Mnet card and the power card and you would... Like, dude, when we were working on these shows, it was totally like that. It was the same thing in Namibia. was like... Namibia is South Africa. So even though it's a separate country, like it was the same... Like it was the same company. It's It still is today. It, and it was like, I mean, there's the, the Namibian dollar wasn't even, they weren't even using that. They, they, that was a new, like, oh, 95 or 96, whatever, it was like a later afterthought. So the Namibian dollar, the Namibian dollar kind of like mirrors the Rand. Right. Whereas, like, in Botswana, 
they have their own deal. And then, again, the Zimdal, like, you know, as you go around, like, the Sedic countries, whatever, in South Africa. And the yeah. South South African countries, meaning, like, like everything from Mozambique to, from you know what I mean? Like, all around. Or the, well, like, okay, so the Portuguese countries, like Mozambique and Angola... The the, the 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 monetary what they use is the dollar they use the US dollar and cash only what? yeah because they, they could because they uh, because all the civil wars and all the crazy shit that's been going on over like the last fucking 50 to 60 years now they, they so they only use the dollar Angola, the currency is a dollar, same as Mozambique. But Mozambique and Angola, you could probably buy. Dude, you could. They're like they're crazy countries. I mean, in the sense of like what you could, if you had money, you could come in. They're like banana republics. You know what I mean? Like you have oil company, you got some shit, you got whatever it is. Get in there. You this is so there. magical. You like it? Uh, yeah, it's incredible. It's uh, not been a letdown. What dispensary did you go to? You a deadhead? You don't like the dead. The dead's good. <laughs> no, I'm not really a deadhead. No, me either. I mean, I've. I, I've grown to become one. I'll just play one song and then we'll be off the dead. My friend Chance, uh, shout out, you know, to him to uh, show me some Grateful Dead. We were driving, we were driving around in Kansas City, and he showed me this some, some of this music. It was dope. You know? I love. I kind of grown to love certain songs here and there, and it's just weird for me. So I was thinking of the song more, and then I thought, uh, "Dead," and I was like, "I wonder if this stoner likes his Grateful Dead." Because yeah. I, I actually, when I asked the question, I thought you might have been like, "Dude," and I thought you were gonna be like, "See this tattoo here?" And this. I didn't know. I had no idea. Like I didn't think that, but I thought, "Holy shit! Here we go!" It could have been like that, or. Fucking badass. It looks good on me, eh? It does. Yeah. Killing. We, uh. I met that dude Jonathan today. So dope. I was in the line for Ape. We got to design our own shirts. We purchased the Ape shirt. It was, it's another brand of Bape. And, uh, you get to put on five different designs. So they screen print it in front of you. So you design it right there. I turn around. Pusher T. Pusher T is there. I reach out my hand. He gives me a handshake. It was so dope. I was like, that's Pusher T. So you made what? your own t-shirt? I did. Indeed. Yeah. Now where is it? It's in my bedroom. It's fire. Oh, really? Like you leave with the shirt? Yeah. It's pretty, it's like a one-off. No one else has a shirt from this brand. I did it at Complex, but that's fucking awesome. 
That's why I came out. This is your experience. first time? Yeah. yeah. I waited a whole fucking year to come out. How hard is it to get in? Good. Next year I'm going to try to get VIP though. Like harder for it. But if I Why? <clears throat> There's some positives on that. Lines, it's easier to sneak in. Yeah, you can get in early to get all the exclusives before anyone else, you know. Had hella drops today. So many drops today. But I gotta be part of that ape thing. That was badass. And then uh, I got this hat. Um, had some dope people in line. Talked to a sweet lady that works there. It was cool. Had a good time. It was really sore. Or it was, I was really tired, man. Then my body started hurting because I didn't have the coffee. So I got some Starbucks cold brew. A bottle of water. Twelve bucks. We can make coffee here. You can? Hell yeah. I mean, I don't know why we didn't. Would you have a... Uh... We talked about making coffee all night. I don't know why you ever thought... Hey, that one, that marimba thing was my neighbor's. Like, you know, but I've never used it, but I'm sure it works. But my other ones, the rubber gaskets got blown out and whatever. So I'm ready to jerk that thing up. But I got the French drip or whatever. I got some Bustello. And then we can grind up some, uh, some Kona beans. I'm but down. that's all I have here. But I'm down. I think you can. You I'm can down. Do. I don't what time are you leaving in the morning? Huh? I don't know yet. I think about the same time, but the time changes. What time you left? Uh, at 8. Do you think you left kind of earlier than I thought? You said it started at like 11, you left at 8. You yeah, because I, I was up in the line. I was close. I was fucking close. You got there just in time? No, I was I I was really up front in the line to get in. Because they first let in the VIPs and then they let us in. Just before eleven. So I just uh, stood there and talked to everyone that was around me. Had some really cool people behind me. Be eager to go. I d I don't blame you. Get into it. Just what you came for, I mean I'm putting discouraged at all. Uh, I really look forward to tomorrow. I was thinking myself as a man who's going to an event that he he wasn't it'd be different if you came and you didn't want to go and you'd be like hey what are you doing today? I don't know where this thing He's like really? That's what you came for. <laughs> <laughs> In other words, hold my hand. I need to go to New York this summer. In other words, and make that move. Do a podcast out baby, there. Kiss me. My homie. Yeah, New York's a good town. Yeah, it'd be really good to let me sing This artist is good. You I'm stoked, man. Like, I love doing what I'm doing. It's like contagious now for me something I'm like fucking like fighting for you know like pushing myself making myself be uncomfortable 
I just walked up to this dude today that's like the owner of Chinatown Market. I was like, man, I love what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, do you have that gun thing where they have this gun where they like can shoot a image onto your shoe by like going like this? Right? It's unreal. Uh, he was like, no, it's at Urban Outfitters. And then he slipped me a pass for like, uh, a get, pat, or get in line for free or whatever, like skip the line. I'm so high. Skip the line for this market thing. He just I gave me the card. <laughs> I really thought I had a, I thought I was in that chair. It's so crazy. And I was like, I was looking for like where I was. Sorry. Man, I could have cracked my skull. <laughs> well, I have nothing but good reviews to say about you. Obviously. Can't be like, well, I hated this motherfucker. <laughs> the last thing I expected you to say right now. I thought you were talking about something like you were looking on your phone when I looked at you and I was like, oh, shit, that was me. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, you can say bad things about me if you want to. No, whatever. Nah, it's all good. No, we had, we had fun last night just hanging out. It was crazy. I didn't expect that. I really thought I might even be going to bed. I don't know what I was going to do, whatever. But I wasn't like, I mean, you rocked up and we were like hanging out, right? That was funny. It's not what I, I didn't really have a plan. My plan was just like to chill out and go to bed or like I was gonna probably watch TV. Like I, I thought you were gonna be rolling in. And then sometimes when people say, "Hey, I'm landing at 8:45," I'm not gonna be like looking up your flight and shit. So like, who knows on a Friday night? Like whatever. Like that means you might show up anytime between nine and midnight or two. Or maybe dude got a different flight. They didn't call me to tell me about it. Right. I'm all good with that. My problem is, uh, I'm gonna tell you this. Not with you, but like, if it goes too late, if I fall asleep, I've had a problem with that in the past. If I passed out, and then dude came, and I was just sleeping, and I never got his phone call or nothing, it was fucked up. This lady named Angelina. You're not from LA. Have you ever been to LA before? No. Anyway, they used to have this billboard with this chick with a fucking. And she used to be in like this pink, like Corvette. Yeah. And she was rich. And, um, I guess, like, her husband paid. Paid. Was it? Paid, like, these billboards, but she never was like in anything. Like, like who the hell is Angelina? And they'd be like Angelina, and she was like, 
on these billboards. Wayne well, these guys wrote a song about it. Anyway. Random, super random. The time changes tonight. We, we gain an hour. So, Angelina. I just learned this song recently. I never knew it. there was a song about her. I just learned this recently because so I got into it. Because I remember her. I remember those billboards from Old Fart. How old are you? I'm 40. You look Nine. like Pete. That was a long pause. <laughs> yeah, because I'm pausing because I'm only at it. I'm only here for another year. You are? Yeah, but I'll be 50. <laughs> I'm 49. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a long pause. It's going to be nine year. It's going to be a nine-year pause between the 40 and the nine when they say that, yes. Which year, 49? I, I have a hard time sometimes embracing 33. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm sure I'll be in the same shoes, saying the same thing to the same person, same age. You know, I do it to I do it with younger people. You know, like I have some friends that are like 27, 28, and you know, just telling them that the 30s are actually really getting great. It's been gnarly. <laughs> it's been gnarly bad, and it's been gnarly good. So, uh, yeah. Man. It. Gotta make the most of it, I suppose. That's why I'm out here. I'm like, shit. I'm gonna hook up, hopefully, with this dude tomorrow and talk to him and see how he's doing. Do you have a favorite Biggie song? Biggie. B-I-G. Look, B-I-G. Give me the loop. Hypnotize. Hypnotize is pretty good. I guess it's like the biggest one, right? 
Because the video is better than the... Well, I mean, the video is like a... It was one of the most expensive videos... Like him. 